good evening a little after seven on a Thursday. So again, this Saturday, I'm going viral with a bunch of other people. We're gonna talk about cancer. You know, there's gonna be a lot of different people on this platform. And I agreed, and as I'm telling everybody now, so everybody knows this, or the people who are my contacts, I am showing my battle scar because that's the only identifying characteristic that tells me this is Aphrodite. She is a 16 year breast cancer survivor and now she's gonna talk about how she survived cancer and she's gonna show her battle scar. Because in order for me to make a plea, or not even a plea, a pitch, not even a pitch, you could say a public service announcement because there are people in other parts of the world that are going through cancer and they don't have, quote, they're not under a doctor's care. I stress that. Again, I stress it because, and, I've, and I know this is going to be asked of me, but, and I've heard this from women too, but why didn't you get the implants? Didn't you want to have your breast back? In the, at the time I did. At the time I wanted to have my breast back, but then I thought, you know what? If I get the implants and then years later I want to inspire people, they're not going to believe that I had cancer. They're not going to believe it. But if I keep what I have, which is my battle scar, and I've gotten used to it over the years, then yes, I could proudly show this and be proud of it. I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm not going to hide from anybody. I'm not going to hide from anybody. There's no need for me to hide. Why should I hide? Why should I hide? That's the question. Why should I hide? There are people that have gone through worse in their lifetime when it comes to illness you can lose any part of your body but you shouldn't be ashamed of it you should be proud and embrace embrace your scar embrace it like it's a it's a it's a purple medal it's a trophy it's it's my trophy basically this is my trophy after i survived cancer and got a second chance at life a lot of the women were boggled by that because they're like, well, I don't see that as being beautiful. That's your opinion. I've lived with it for so many years and it doesn't bother me. I've gotten used to it. And people will recognize you more when they see who you are. If I get that out there on this video platform and show the world and eventually show it in person, you will know who I am. I will be a person most recognizable because of this characteristic. And that's why I said, pay attention to the last two podcasts when I said that I am embracing my battle scar. I'm not hiding it from anybody. I want the world to know what I went through. Because again, it's very important to me. This is what I fought to stay on this earth for. I defeated cancer and I got a second chance. And I know that a lot of people down there are struggling as we speak. They're not getting that proper medical care that they should. Why? Well, number one, it's the cost. That's what's preventing you from going to the hospital. And I'm sure if it was inexpensive, you would force yourself to go. If you tell me, well, it's not the cost, then what is it then? Is it because you're afraid 
You don't need to be afraid. We will hold your hand. We will go with you. We will be there every step of the way. There's nothing to be afraid of. We're talking about your life. Your life means something. Everybody's life is very important and significant in this world. So think of it in those terms. Did you say to yourself, can I get through this? You bet. Am I going to give up? No way. I'm going to continue the fight. No matter what type of cancer you have, you have to continue the fight. You have to be determined to stay on this earth. Your will to live exceeds your will to die. In other words, you have a far greater chance of beating this disease and fighting for your life than having to surrender and say, I can't do this. Because again, when you say can't, it's like saying to me, you won't do this. It's like your life won't matter to you and you're giving in to cancer. And that's the wrong road to take. Don't go down that path. Don't. Because death is permanent. You can't go down that road and then try to come back. You made your decision. Is your family going to accept this decision? Well, they're going to have to, but they're not going to be happy about it. They're going to blame themselves. They're going to blame themselves. They're going to say, why didn't I try to stop her? Why didn't I, why wasn't I there for her? Why didn't I push her, you know, to, to do what I had to do? Think of it in those terms. Because again, it is important. Um, for me, anyway, I really believe that. I really believe that people in this day and age need that type of support when they're battling an illness. You don't want to turn your back on anybody. You want to give your, you know, the chance to, to love, the chance to be around that person, to give them all of your support 110%. That's what they need from you. People don't want to fight an illness by themselves. They want to have people around them, and that's fine. And even if you don't have anybody, well, think of people who are volunteers in a hospital or other survivors who have gone through it and know exactly what's going to happen. So that's why I say you're not alone. Don't think you're alone because you're not. If I didn't have my family, I would probably have any of the support of people that have gone through it. Again, when I was in the chemotherapy room, we all had something in common. All of us were battling a different type of cancer, but our main goal was the same, to fight to stay on this earth, to not give up. When you have that type of com camaraderie, it really helps. If you didn't have that, you would give up on your own. You would say, yeah, you know, my life really doesn't mean anything. I'm not going anywhere with it. And I think I'll just give up. Now, don't have that mentality because you could do great things if you survive this. If you beat it and you're determined to stay on this earth a lot longer, then you will do great things in your lifetime. You will be an inspiration to others. You will give other people hope. Hope. That's the key word we're talking about here. Hope. It is going to be hard. Any illness you deal with is difficult. A lot of illness has pain, but it doesn't have to be, though. You could get through this pain if you have the support of others. Now, if you tell me I can do this on my own without the care of a doctor, I'm sorry. I would have to disagree with you. There is no way that you're going to beat this cancer by yourself. What are you going to use to treat yourself? What? Do you have that medication that the doctors have? No. Do you have that equipment that they have? No. So how are you going to treat this disease without a doctor's care? I'm sorry, it's impossible. It's impossible. 
Life is precious, and I'm going to keep saying it and saying it until you know it. Life is precious. Your life is precious. Your life is priceless. If you tell me, well, it doesn't really matter, it does matter. It does matter. Life doesn't have to be complicated. Life doesn't have to be, um, what's the word I want to use? Life doesn't have to be hard unless you make it hard. See, you put all that on yourself. You put fear in your life. You put complication in your life. You do those things to yourself. Nobody does it for you. And you can't blame anybody if you make a mistake. Think about that. If you make a mistake, it's okay. See, a lot of people think, no, you can't make a mistake. Yes, you can. You can make many mistakes and still find that way to go back. I mean, I don't, I don't understand, I don't understand people. I don't, I really don't understand people. I, growing up, looked at people as the most important, the important human beings in this world are people, not material things, not what we own in our lifetime. People are important. People from every age group, people from all over the world, young and old and everybody in between. If you put material things, material wealth, just things in general over people, what kind of a person are you? I don't want to be around someone who only thinks about the material things in life. Material things can be replaced. People can. If you if you say to me, no, I think, it, no, it can't. I'm sorry to say it. People are important in this day and age when especially they're going through an illness, they need all that support from other people. But if you tell me, no, we don't we need, yes, we do need it. We do need it. Um, I will tell you though, I, for one, I don't like it when someone tells me, and I've heard this from, this is where I heard from the ex at the time that I was dealing with the cancer. Why did you get a second chance at life? That was a question I never thought it would come out of his mouth. What do you mean, why did I get it? Because God gave me a second chance at life. He didn't want me to go. It wasn't my time to go yet. Oh, I get it. So you don't want me around. So you want to take the life, the second chance that was given to me, and you want to take that away from me. Is that what you're saying? Again, if you don't want me in your life, I will gladly leave because I really don't want to stay in this relationship. It's toxic. You weren't there for me at any stage of my diagnosis, at any stage of my treatment. You weren't there. The only person that was there that was fighting for me was my mother and God and the rest of the family. That's it. You weren't around. You may have come one time to see me in the hospital, but you didn't stay long enough. Why? Oh, I don't like hospitals. Well, too bad. If it was your own family member, you wouldn't make an excuse like that. But I thought it was somebody important in your life. I guess I wasn't. Oh, silly me. Maybe I should have given up. But if I would have done that, my mother would have taken her own life. And that's something I would never, ever forgive myself for. If, if I had given up because of you, that was the reason why, and she found out, she would come after you, number one. And number two, she wouldn't want to live. I know how my mother is. She almost died or tried to die after my father passed. She was literally starving herself. I said, Mom, stop. 
I still need you. I refuse. I refuse to bury another parent. I refuse. I don't think I can go through that. I'd have a nervous breakdown if I lost two parents at the same time. I'm sorry. It would just make me go very crazy. And again, to think that um, that's how it was or that's how it is, it's just, it's horrible. It's horrible. I don't know how anybody can get through life like that. I don't know how anybody could tell me, yeah, you know, this is what it's what it's all about. You know? If you tell me, um, what am I going to say? If you tell me, well, my life has no meaning and, you know, I don't think I should, I should, should continue with this dream and I'm going to give up, then that's your doing. But that's a selfish reason to give up, that you have nothing to look forward to. Your life is important. People are important. People are, people's lives matter, especially the people that are down in those part of the world where, again, again, they have, they have no, what's the word I want to use? They have no resources whatsoever. See, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the, the, the hospital, the hospital part of it. Um, I did have a friend of mine who went out and was, had gotten sick, had battled a disease. At the time that she was battling it, she was married to her husband who didn't really care about her. He wasn't there for her emotionally or physically. And I'm like, so she was basically by herself. All her family were in another part of the world. So she was basically by herself. And I remember her saying, what's the point of going on? My husband doesn't want me. My family's on the other side of the world. I don't know what's going on. So why am I doing this? And I said to her, because those are selfish reasons that you're putting onto yourself. So what if your husband doesn't care about you? You know what? You can, you don't have to stay with someone who's going to treat you that way. It is going to make you feel like you don't belong in this world. You belong in this world. Your life is precious. You have every right to continue on with your life. Forget about him. He is nothing to you. If he doesn't care about you or doesn't give a damn about you, you know what you have to do once you get better you leave him. You don't stay with someone who's going to make you feel less of a woman. And that's what he's doing right now. He's breaking you down, telling you you should give up. Don't listen to that voice. Don't put that negative thought in your head. You deserve life. Choose life. Don't choose him. Why? Because he's saying you, oh, I, you know, I think you should give up. Don't listen to what men say. Half the times, if a man like that doesn't care about you and all he cares about is himself and his pride and his reputation you don't need him but you do need to save your life your life is worth living you have a second chance at doing something great with your life you don't have to stay with someone like you don't you have the option what are you being punished what god is not punishing you god wants you around for a long time he wants you to have that second chance i don't get why people don't understand that I really don't understand that part of it. I don't. And I, I really believe that people have options. When you're in a bad relationship, you don't have to stay when you're not wanted. You don't. You don't have to be in a relationship that makes you unhappy. 
Who told you you have to? If I stayed with my ex, I know exactly what he would have done. He would have tried to kill me. He did not want me to get that second chance. And then the fact that, oh, guess what? I'm not even a complete woman because of the breast. Well, then you're a jackass then because obviously you don't have anybody but yourself. How could you say that to a woman? Don't you have any feelings whatsoever? He had no feelings, but he only cared about himself. So he put me down every chance he got. And even during my illness, that was the least of my problems. I didn't even think about him at all. What I did was, was just continue on fighting this disease and winning the battle. If you let negative people ruin your chances of survival, you really don't need to have them in your life. Get rid of them because they're toxic. They don't want what's best for you. They don't want you to get that second chance in life. They don't want that. What they want is for you to suffer and, and to be punished, basically. That's why I say sometimes the people in your life, if they really don't matter to you, you don't have to stay with them. You're fighting for your life because it's very important. Remember, life is precious. Death is permanent. If you choose to, to die, you're basically giving up not just on yourself, but everything around you. It, and it pains me to, to hear this, but I've, I've heard about it and I've seen it all too often, that people, all they do is care about themselves. They don't care about what's going on around them. You know, they say hurtful things. I've seen it so many times where uh, someone has a disability or a defect. Now these people are ashamed to show their defect because of what others say. Who cares what others think? Who cares? I embrace my battle scar because it came from the fact this is a medal that I got when I survived my war from cancer. When I beat the demon called cancer, this was the, this was the reward. And everyone's saying, this isn't a reward, it's a scar. How could you say that? To me, it's beautiful. I don't see it as, quote, a defect. You may see it as a defect because in your mind's eye, you're thinking, well, that can't be me. I'd rather go out and get the implant. But that's you. I don't want to take this out of my body. I don't want this to be out of my body. I want this to be a part of me. This is my identifying characteristic when people tell me, well, who do you remember? Um, who do you, who do you, who do you um, attribute? People will say, who is Aphrodite? Well, Aphrodite, let's see. She's a 16-year breast cancer survivor. She went out and told her story and was a fearless, fearless, strong woman who went out there and told a story to make a difference for others. She's a giving person with a compassionate heart, a good soul. And she also shared her battle scar with the world. She's not going to hide from it. I'm not going to hide from it. Why should I? Why should I hide this? For many years I did, because at the time I thought, well, am I really going to make a difference with this? And I'm thinking, yeah, I am. Because there's your wake-up call. You say to everybody, look, if you see something in your body or you feel something in your body and you're not sure of what it is, go to the doctor. But just don't be like me. That's why I say don't be like me. This was the result that I had to wait. I waited to go to the doctor. That's when I got the cancer diagnosis. If I would have gone in earlier when I had found that little marble and it would have been treated, it wouldn't have been malignant. It would have been benign. And I would have had my breast. But I can't go back and change what I can't fix. You can't go back. What's done is done. But I've accepted it. When I look at it, I was like, I feel like if, if this was taken from me, if this was taken from me, I don't think I would be a complete woman at that. 
because all will, all that would be left if I didn't get an implant was a hole. A lot of women dealt with having a hole. I couldn't deal with that. I just don't like that. And even after that, I was like, oh my God, there's no breast there. There used to, but then again, you think to yourself, you're not going to walk around with a diseased breast that has a nine-inch tumor. That's what my ex wanted me to do. Because after I got better, he he didn't want to look at me. I was like, what? Am I a monster to you because of this? No, this is my battle scar. If you can't handle it, then leave. Don't be around me. If I make you uncomfortable or I find so ugly to you because of this, then you have no heart. You're a heartless, thoughtless, cold, cruel human being. You're not even a human being if you have those feelings. It's just terrible. I mean, I don't understand people. That's why you gotta be careful. What do you say to a person? What do you say to a person who does that? Think about that for a second. What do you say to a person who does that? Because again, it's just, it's just impossible. I can't even wrap my head around half the things that he said to me, even during the time, even before I had this scar. How he treated me was just terrible. I didn't like it at all. It, was, it bothered me. And that's why I said I don't like it when people take apart other people because of their defects. Oh, I don't want to be around people that are damaged. How dare you say that? You're hurting someone's feelings when you call someone damaged. There is no damage. Okay, there is no damage. There's life. People are fighting for their lives, and when they fight after a a demon called cancer, this is a reward. For me, this is my trophy, my award, my medal, and I'm not going to give it up. I refuse to give it up. Not going to do it. Sorry. Because the day that I do that is the day that I'm just going to give in. I don't want to give in. So again, this Saturday should be memorable. Hopefully it will draw a lot of people. It will be seen all over the world. And again, it's on three different platforms. And if you can get on one of those platforms, it would be great. I need all of this attention too, because a part of me wants to see how far this can go. I think that at some point down the line next year, I'm hoping, I'm hoping and praying that we can do this in person, all of us together, all at once, do this in person and have some kind of a, where we have a lot of world leaders and and survivors and maybe some entertainment, just to get down there to just try to convince people that you have options. And as far as insurance is concerned and the cost of healthcare, don't even think about that. We'll find a way to make it easier and affordable for everybody so that they can save a person's life. Lives, again, don't put a price tag on a human life. There's no need for it. I mean, it's bad enough, like here, I think about the cost of health care, that if you don't have insurance, it's going to come out of your own pocket. But I don't like the mentality of doctors when the, the only thing they think about in terms of, well, in addition to well, I have to treat this person and I have to save their life, the first thing they think about is the money, and that's wrong. Stop thinking about money. Money, yes, everybody should have some amount of money in their lifetime, but if you do good things with that money, you won't miss it. You won't miss it. 
See, people don't. People take the money that they have and they go out and spend things that are stupid. You know, frivolous, materialistic things that, honestly, do you really need this many televisions, this many electronics, this many cars, this many homes? Think about that for a second. That money can be put to people, people's lives, saving people's lives. But in addition to that, taking care of all the other stuff that's going on, like the poverty, the education, the shelter, uh, the famine, all of that is important. If you overlook all of that, what kind of a human being? If you tell me it's not my problem, yes, it is. It's, it's a global problem. It's a problem that affects the whole world and not just in one area. I'm sorry to say it. And I think that when people think like that, that's the people I don't want to be around. I'm sorry. That's why I said to one of my other LinkedIn contacts earlier, I said, look, if you watch this and give word of mouth to all your friends and let them know, hey, my friend is going to be on there. I told you about her. She's going to be on there with a bunch of other people talking about this and finding ways to, to you know, what can we do to help others? We have to do something, you know, and I don't mind sharing a platform with other people. I don't. Because I think it's important for that message to come across. Because again, people right now, as we are, as I'm speaking to you right now, this very minute, are suffering in silence. They shouldn't have to. But again, the reason why they won't go into a hospital for treatment is because of the cost. And that should be the last thing on someone's mind. The first thing in order is to save that person's life. Put the cost on the back burner. That's what we have to do. We have to find it where there's an affordable type of healthcare system that can be implemented. Because think about all the other people around the world. And if you have someone that you love or it's you yourself that's battling an illness, wouldn't you do everything in your power to make sure that they get the best treatment? You would do that. But sometimes it's hard. When I think of what, what you know, just for going for a checkup, just for going to a checkup is expensive too. But don't expect, you know, the doctor's going to come to you and say, well, I can't treat you until you make, you make this payment. No, you're going to treat me and then we'll talk about payment. And remember, also dealing with people that are very poor, that the jobs that they have can't support that type of payment. So it has to be affordable. You have to make some kind of an arrangement of some sort. Because again, not everybody can afford those extremely high prices in healthcare. You know, for me, that's why I won't go to a doctor. Yes, I could have insurance, but I'm still going to pay for it out of my pocket. And I told you, the last time that happened was with my knee. They took x-rays of my knee because it wasn't broken, but the x-rays alone were expensive. I'm like, oh my God, why is everything so expensive in this world? Why can't everything be affordable? Because not everybody, quote, is rich. And I'm sure rich people, you know, they get the best care. They got their own private doctors and this and that. You know what? Yeah, fine, wonderful. Not everybody has that luxury, okay? You, when you go to the hospital and doctor, you got to take yourself. You don't have, quote, the private doctors and this and that that the rich have. Because I'm sure at some point they are going to go to a hospital themselves just like everybody else and get that type of treatment. The only difference is they're able to pay for it, whereas people like ourselves and people who are less than fortunate don't have the resources. We've got to make it affordable for people. Not, oh, I'm not going to treat you and save your life because, again, you have to pay me. Stop with the money, all right? Stop saying dollar signs because, look, next time, look at the doctor closely. Now, you're not going to see physical dollar signs in their eyes, but... There is 
that that thing where a doctor can be greedy, like saying, well, in order for me to treat you, you have to pay this. So break it down of what it costs to treat you, the medication, all that stuff. Now, again, when I went through my cancer, that was the furthest thing from my mind. I didn't even, nobody even brought that up. Nobody brought that up, okay? My life was worth saving, not, oh, well, you're going to have to pay me, but I'm not going to treat you right away until you do pay me. That's ridiculous. So in other words, a human life isn't important to you. You're just putting a price tag on someone's life, basically. Correct? Wrong? Seriously. Um, but again, my battle scar. I don't think I could be without it. As a matter of fact, if I even got an implant, I still would miss it. I'd be like, no, nah, I don't really want to get the implant of the horror stories I hear from women. Women have gotten horror stories of implants they've gotten, and they've you know, either exploded or, or they had complications. I'm like, no way. I will keep this forever. Even, even when I go into that big place in the sky, this will be coming with me. <laughs> okay? So, yeah, this is a part of me that will not go away. It's always going to be with me. Now, if you can't accept me as I am, then I know who you really are. You're not a person I want to be around. So I'm proud of this. I don't know why people wouldn't be. But again, in our lifetime, when we fight an illness, we get some kind of a reward. Wherever the cancer was in your body, wherever it was in your body, whether it's in your breast, your lung, your liver, your, your, your colon, wherever it was, you fought the disease with all your might and you came out a winner. All cancers can be treatable if they are, if they are, um, if you go to the doctor in time to get themselves, to get yourself treated basically, they can be treated. But if you wait, if you wait like I did, then yeah, the diagnosis will come up. And I know a lot of people are afraid of just the word cancer. Well, you don't have to be. Again, not all cancers you die from. There's certain cancers that, again, are terminal, which, yes, they will treat you, but they're not going to cure you. There's a difference. But then you say to yourself, well, I do have a shot at, at uh, you know, getting better. I will at this point. That's because I have to. Because it's important to me. And it's important not just to me, but to my family. My family means everything to me. I can't imagine... Um, going through this illness on my own and not having to fight for it. It's important. So anyway, uh, just to just to reiterate, so this Saturday the 25th, 12 noon here in the U.S., but although I don't know, every part of the world has a different time zone, but I know where it's being held in, in, in that part of the world, in Africa, I think in Nigeria, it's 5 o'clock at that time because they're five hours ahead. So if it's 5 o'clock over there, it'll be 12 o'clock over here. I'm pretty sure now, unless, of course, he changed the time, I still have to get in touch with him because he's a really busy man, and he's one of my, the best LinkedIn. He had me once before and did a, 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 had me on a video platform, but at the time, I didn't show my face. All I only saw was my picture, and I said, well, now I'm ready. And he's amazed by my progress, especially when you listen to all these podcasts of all the different, uh, the main topic is cancer, but I try to incorporate my life into it and all the things that I've struggled. Because again, everybody goes through struggles. You make it sound like you're by yourself and you're not. Everybody goes through these struggles. Name one person that hasn't gone through a struggle. Come on. Everybody goes through it and it's important. That's why I say 
Don't take your life for granted. Do what you have to do and get through it. Forget about the negative people. Get them out of your life. Say to yourself, I'm going to get through this illness and I'm going to have a second chance in life and whatever I do with my life, when God gives me that second chance, guess what? It's going to be great. I'm going to do good things. I'm going to be an inspiration to others. Uh, You know, who knows? Who knows what you might do in your lifetime? But if you give up, you're not going to know. So don't, don't be surrounded by the people in your life that are bringing you down. Just don't even, just ignore them. They're not going to be there for you anyway, so what's the point? But you have other people that will support you through this. You know, if you're lucky enough, again, to have family, or even if you don't have your family near you, you have other people, other cancer, other people who are going through the cancer with you because you're not alone. Again, when I went into the chemotherapy room, that's what they called it, there was people from all ages, men and women, who were fighting for cancer. We all had that same goal, but they all had the different cancer. Everybody had a different cancer. But we were in there for one thing, to stay alive on this earth. Again, don't surround yourself with negative people, okay? Don't listen to what they have to say, okay? They don't care to be around you. That's their problem. You do what you have to do to fight this illness, to get past the demon called cancer, to make it to make it to the other side where life is. We don't want to go down the path of darkness, no, because the path of darkness is death. That's permanent. We want to go to the other side of life. Life is where everything is going to happen. In your lifetime, everything's going to happen. You're going to see a lot of different things progress in your life as you get older. For me, it took a long time, you know, because I was going through so much in my life. And I said to myself, after I get through this, I'm going to make a difference. It may not be right away, but it will be some point down the line. And guess what? It's happening now. Because now I am a fierce, independent, strong, virile woman that can do this and still bring this message to others by showing this. I'm not ashamed. Look at this. This is a beautiful thing. Now, a lot of people think, no, that's grotesque. But that's your opinion, though. This is a medal to me. This is my purple heart. This is the medal that I had won when I won my battle against cancer. Now, mind you, again, before this, before this came, it was a hole. I could not live with a hole. I couldn't. Would I never look at myself as, an, as a woman that had a hole instead of a, a breast? But this is my battle scar. And this I'm going to proudly show off to the whole world because, again, it's important to me. It's important to me. Life is precious. Death is permanent. Keep reiterating that. Keep telling that to yourself. Life is precious. Death is permanent. Okay? If you continue to say that and make yourself believe it, you are going to go towards life. Because you're not going to say to me, I'm going to give up. No. You're going to look towards life. You have a lot of things to contribute, a lot of people to help along the way. Be an inspiration. Be somebody that you could be proud of. And forget about all the people that are in your life that are treating you like garbage. Get rid of them. You don't need them. I did. I got rid of him because he was too much for me. He just didn't care. So I said good riddance. I walked away from him. And I started over. And it took a long time because, again, even when I went out on dates... Men were afraid. That's why sometimes I did not show this because I was afraid of what the reaction would be. Some men came out and said what they said and they were very cruel about it. Others didn't seem to care. But see, 
with a woman, a woman's appearance, she takes pride in. And when it comes to her breasts, that's the one thing that, quote, men look at. And if you ever notice having a conversation with a man, uh, that's the first thing. They, they can't look at you directly eye to eye. They have to look down below. I'm like, excuse me, uh, you're talking to me. My eyes are up here, not down there. But when I did show it, some of them were repulsed by it. And I'm like, all right, whatever. That's your problem, not mine. I'm proud to show this. I have a message. I have uh, an important message for everybody. So again, if in ever in my lifetime someone says to you, who is Aphrodite? You will recognize Aphrodite because she has this. She showed this to a viral audience. She went out on this platform and did it fearlessly. She is a Wonder Woman. She has survived it. She has gone through it. I could tell you everything I went through. And, and I almost gave up too, but I couldn't. Why? My mother forced me to stay on this earth. She goes, I will be heartbroken. I will be sad if something happens to you. I will not let you go. Basically what she said to me, you will not die. Not under my watch. You will not die. You will continue doing good in this world and God will hear you too. God was watching over me when I was going through my worst time my worst time and I got through it I didn't let one person bring me down because of his stupidity and his negativity towards me no I kept on going and going and going I blocked him out and I got better and guess what the same could apply to you the same could apply for you so that's why I say take it with a grain of salt take it with a grain of salt and say to yourself I'm gonna get through this I'm gonna beat cancer I'm gonna come out the winner and if I don't oh well but I don't want to have that attitude. You are going to come out regardless. Oh my God. Sorry about that. A bolt of lightning came through the room. It's raining bad over here. Um, so anyway, I'm going to cut it short because I don't really want to be on the phone if there is, well, well, it's actually safe. I don't think it's going to come through. But anyway, I'm going to go and uh, just tell everybody to just stay strong, hang in there and fight like you've never fought before. Again, life is precious, death is permanent. Think of it in those terms. Let us say God bless all of you. Stay safe, be strong, take care.